Hi, welcome to Dirty Dragon Season 2. Um, <laughs> that's all I got. Uh, we have new players and some guy who's still playing. Some oh, guy. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, Danny, welcome to Season 2. I'm the guy with all the DM stuff. And to my right, this is the part where you talk. It's cello. Cello. And we've already done all the character stuff. What is your character's name and what is he, who is it? My character's name is Monolith. I'm an Earth Genasi barbarian. Nice. Very nice. To his right, which is the right of my right. Uh, I am Andrew. I play Malvias, the Blood Hunter Tiefling. Dig it. And to my left, to their right, right, right. I'm technically not to his left. There's a window there. But anyway. I said my left, their right, right, right. Anyway, this is Justin. There is a Playing Voskis, the tiefling. You'll figure out my class as we go. It's not that hard. I love how you try to be mysterious and you're just not very mysterious. That wasn't mysterious at all. You'll you know. Right, right, so... <laughs> Oh, jeez. So, uh, we exist here in a world called Cotania, and uh, it is a continent on a world I haven't named. So I should... It's a continent called Cotania in a world I have not named. It is split in half uh, by a large sea that is currently 7 million square miles large. Uh, the northern half and the southern half are very different. We currently are going to exist in the southern half of the continent, and... Specifically, uh, this half of the continent is kind of ruled by adventurers, almost, in guilds. Like, there's an emperor, and someone who rules the entirety of the southern half of the continent. Uh, but adventuring is very, very popular, and there are three main guilds, of which the three of you have decided to join the Azure Guild. Based in Altan Ereg, I remember my own name. Which we will call Altan for the time being. Uh, most of you chose it because the guilds have areas of the empire that they kind of lord over. And this is the one that you guys kind of grew up in their municipality. Quote, unquote. Two of you, tieflings, uh, actually grew up in Altan, Areg. Because that's where most tieflings currently come from. Our Janassi is rarely seen, but they still, they're still around. Um, you guys all passed recently the entrance exam for the Azur Guild, which was super fun times. And uh, some of you may be familiarized with some of the other guys or whatever. Not many people pass these exams, but the three of you have. And uh, they do these tests in winter, so it's been a few months. Because you kind of get, pa you pass, and then they kind of just send you on your way, send you a letter a few months later, and you're allowed to come back and actually officially join the guild. Today is that day. You've made it. Back to the guild hall with your fancy invitation letters, your wizard Harry jokes. No? Okay. Um, you all specifically notice of the many, many people that applied, there's like six others other than the three of you that actually apparently made it into the guild. A few things you need to know about the guild is that you're going to be assigned groups. You guys pretty much assume what the groups are going to be because you can kind of tell what everybody's good at and you're seeing a lot of groups already kind of like huddled together except you guys 
kind of maybe like standing a little far away from each other. A few of you recognize each other. Uh, there is leadership currently in the guild. There is a guild leader who you know is Koresh Steel. He's a human. Um, and then there's the guild steward. He's the person you're probably going to talk to the most. He's the guy who says, hey, I got a job. Go do this job. Um, until you guys rank up in the guild, you're given jobs. Later on, you guys can kind of choose them based on what you want to do or maybe even what the price offered is. Someone's taking screenshots in <laughs> uh, Oh, well. Uh, I took a whole video of this recording setup earlier. It's okay. Um, so the first person you guys meet, I never named. Who is the guild steward? No. He is... All my preparation, and I still don't know anything. Mm-hmm. This will be <laughs> So. Uh, the steward you see sitting behind a desk, the main area of the guild is kind of like a hangout. There's tables everywhere, you know, comfy chairs and all that. At the far end, the opposite end of the room from the main doors is a large desk. Sitting behind that is a little gnome. It's definitely older, all gray hair, very... Very large nose, comically large, possibly. And you know he is the current steward. And although all most of the guild members are kind of like lounging about, um, your it's your first day, and your recruitment letters or acceptance letters, however you want to see it, uh, pretty much state to report to the steward, whose name is Giblix Snizzlebox. What you gonna do? I think first thing I thought is to walk over to the other tiefling and start hanging out with them. <laughs> Yo. What's up? What's going on? Recognize anybody else here? Just that uh Earth Genasi over there. That's about it. Can you say that you signal him over? Yeah. Hey so monolith, over this way. Alright, come on over. Say what's up guys. Anybody know how this thing functions? It seems like a clusterfuck to be honest. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Okay. Can we go talk to the old guy? Maybe. Alright. What's his name? Some weird shit. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, it says it on your letters, but... It starts with the G, I'm not going to ask when it comes to uh, gnomish names. It's Kip, Kip, Kiplix. Snizzlebox. That was a big weird nose. Oh, yeah. <laughs> his nose is 10% of his body weight. He's <laughs> a gnome. He's got Triple H nose. Okay. Wow, that's um, rude. Uh, you guys, I guess I'll go up. Anybody got a problem with that? No, go for it. Giblix? Yeah. Uh, this is no what, voice. What, time. What's going on? What's, what, who are you? We got these letters, I guess. Oh, fancy. Give me the damn letters. Here. Here. Um, so, like, you. Obviously looks them over so he knows who you are because they're addressed to you all individually, blah, 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 and what they say. Ah, <laughs> you guys drew the short straw. What, what, what straws? I drew no straws. What are you talking about? Straws exist? Oh, yeah. Oh, you guys have already got your first job already in lined up. 
Man, you sound way too happy about this job. <laughs> oh no, yeah, I'm maybe, maybe. Oh yeah, you look um, like you're about to fall over with the size of that honker on your face. <laughs> <laughs> he just shoots you a glare, like uh, okay, all right. Well, initiates always get sent on their first jobs with a higher ranking member. Hence your short straw. Because the guildmaster's adopted daughter has been assigned to you. Great. Are you tall enough to be giving us assignments? Yes. <laughs> I have a fancy book of the things that need to be done. How can you see the words over that big old nose of yours? <laughs> you look straight down. Uh, he then directs you, he points uh, to a large window facing the front of the building. And as you guys follow his finger and look out the window, a gigantic six-legged crocodile moves in front of it. And he's like, there's your ride. A spider dial? Spider dial, sure. It's a six-legged crocodile. It's about 30 feet in length. Right, the, so it's, it's back is probably scorpion? seven feet off the ground. That's an interesting fascination uh, you got there. That's not mine. But uh, you'll get the rest of your details when you uh, go catch your ride. Sure thing, Shark Stack. When you get your nose out of our boss's butt, let us know. Uh, he just smiles and hops off his stool. And now maybe some of you snickered more because, like, he's three <laughs> times shorter. He almost disappears behind the desk anyway, and he you waddles off. it by your nose? <laughs> he continues to waddle off. He's pretty good at but there is definitely waddling. Say that much. Yeah, somebody's off to see a wizard. Let's go, guys. So, yeah, as, as you guys walk out the front doors, you see the monstrous... <laughs> Six-legged crocodile. Um, are you guys good with animals? Because, uh, yeesh. <laughs> looks like a cute little friend. I think you'll be fine. Right. Uh, as you kind of, like, look up and down this massive creature, you see, like, near its head, there sits a thin human woman with gray hair and uh, a currently kind of, like, covered in a dark green cloak. And generally speaking, from your perceptions, which are bad or not, uh, you assume that this is the Guildmaster's adopted daughter, whom is apparently your guardian on this little mission. So she's, she's got, got your her back to you guys currently, so she doesn't she doesn't seem like she's paying much attention to anything. You say she's got gray hair. Mm-hmm. How old is his adopted daughter? Jesus. Uh, she looks very very young. Maybe twenty. So more like a silver, not like gray gray. It's gray gray. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, hello, my lady. I guess you're an escort. I don't want to do lady voices right now. <laughs> Sorry, people. Um, she hears your voice and kind of looks over her shoulder. Oh, you're the you're the new recruits, eh? 
Name's Bastius. And yours? June. June. I almost forgot. Oh, nice back. to meet you, June. Where are we headed? Map. She says, uh, we are headed to Tansong. Tazganeg. Tazganeg? Tazganeg. It is a farming community, and they also raise horses. Primary source for most of the horses in the entire empire. So, let's go. Large flat land. It's to the east. It's far to the east of here. Uh, about a day's and a half ride. A lot of hills and grasslands, and they've reported, well, a dangerous horse, and no one seems to be able to handle the situation, and therefore, y'all get to do it. Uh, pretty much just supervising. Wait, did you say <laughs> horse, horse or force? Oh, a horse. You're telling me a bunch of farmers can't handle their own horse? It seems that way. Either way, they've already paid. Hey, money's money. She motions you guys to climb up as she kicks a little rope ladder down from the top of what now you notice is like a blanket or maybe a saddle-ish area, but there's no actual saddle. Just a comfortable looking place on the back of this giant thing. And she motions you to climb up the ladder. Someone did put their phone outside. <laughs> what? Are you guys getting on or what? Uh, Ladies first. She's already sitting on top of it. Oh, I thought she lowered it and was waiting for it. No, she, right. Yeah, she kicked down the little rope ladder to help you guys come up. L.U. Mm. I help on. Let's ride. Climb on. Right on, right on, right on. Can I ask a question? Sure. So, June, what class are you? What do you do for a living? I'm an adventurer, obviously. And she kind of pulls back her cloak and shows that she has multiple... Uh, hand crossbows. And then she kind of closes her cloak back up. Are you a tracker? I can track things. Why don't you give us a little more on what you do? I currently escort recruits to their first job. And she kind of like gives a smack on the thick hide of the crocodile and it starts to scurry off through the city streets. Towards the eastern exit. So, who'd you piss off to get stuck escorting us schmucks around? Now, I'm required as part of my rank to do this for initiates every year. You sound so thrilled to do it. Yes. Yeah, right? It is the love of my life to do this. Yeah, lies. Yeah, Just, it's okay. Yeah, why don't you tell us the truth? I don't need to tell you guys anything more than the job requires. I suppose. Okay, fine. Any uh, intel on this horse? Hmm. Apparently it's just been um, scaring off all the other wild horses that are usually caught and tamed. Because uh, they like to... The horses breed better in the wild. They become stronger, faster, and we just... The, the, the people of Tanskaneg... Wrangle them in, and then train them from there. But scaring them how? Well, that detail was a little lacking. 
apparently this horse has become dominant and uh, it's been directing the herds or packs, whatever you call horses, herds, <laughs> uh, further away from where they normally graze and attacking any humans that it sees. And well, they're apparently not equipped to handle a horse that they always handle because they train them. I don't understand it. Again, they paid in advance. That shouldn't be a problem. We're experts with horses. Is there any descriptions that make it a little odd? Or just a normal old horse? Well, it's apparently been reported to be almost double the size of a normal horse. But horses are can get quite large. This whole country was founded by stone giants, and we generally assume that a lot of the creatures here were much larger a couple thousand years ago. So it's not beyond the realm of reasoning that they can still get quite large. So how long will we be on this journey? It will be about a day and a half. Well, all right. We'll call camp in a few hours and finish the journey to the next day. So, with that said, uh, she kind of like looks all of you over, and uh, whoever wants to kind of go first, uh, give you know a description of your character. Obviously, it will be based on uh, essentially what she sees. So, who wants to start? I guess I'll start. I am a white, pale white tiefling with pitch black eyes. I wear like almost a black Arabic, Arabic like leather count. outfit. <laughs> so kind of very flowy but still tight at the same time. Basically the guy from the Scorpion King, I mean the mummy. That rode up on saving with the horses. Basically right that kind of outfit and the hairstyle. And one thing they do notice is I have a lot of scars. Mainly around my neck. And what they don't see is I have a bunch of on my chest and arms. <laughs> she gets to make a roll. But I'm not telling you what it's for. Oh, snap. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I like it. Who's next? Alright. I am a teal blue tiefling. Horns kind of curl around the head. Uh, he's got purple eyes. Where's basic, you know, get up? He's got a vest and some pants, some pair of boots. We definitely, we definitely nailed both ends of the spectrum here with tieflings. I think. <laughs> and of course, he's got his sham. What is a sham? It's his musical instrument. <laughs> okay, so what is a sham? A sham. <laughs> Everybody's like Google. It's like a flute. Oh. Or an oboe. Kind of like what those old, like... Okay, right on. Angels things. Thanks, Drew, Cherubs. for the picture. Because yeah. that helped my life. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, nice. Okay. But I also have a lute as well, because you got to have one. got to have a lute, bro. Oh, well, got to get the strings in there. You guys have mentioned he will have, like, alchemist supplies on his hips and stuff. Doing to what is... So she's again gonna make a roll. Yeah. That was worse. Uh, don't <laughs> don't worry about that one. Cello. 
She then uh, pans over to Monolith. What does she see? Well, I'm an Earth Genasi with Jade Stone and Ebony Stone colorings as my flesh, as you would say, compared to a human. Um, I have ruby red eyes and seems to be black stoned hair, which is kind of hair, but it's not. Right it's like a moss, but it's black. Growth. That's cool. Yeah, Voss also has black hair, which is kind of there. Same, yeah. <laughs> everybody's, everybody's dark and grim. I'm and the only grimace of us all. <laughs> wearing medium leather armor with steel gauntlets and a golden not a saber scimitar oh my god you all use scimitar <laughs> <laughs> every oh, single one the, of you from the southern air was like a lot of desert <laughs> there's one desert it's where y'all's fucking people came from and guess what it's a right. desert because y'all people's destroyed it guess what you're wrong I don't use a scimitar I used two. That's why I thought I saw it in your in your nope. stuff. You have a sickle. Yep. Man, that's weird. Okay, so you guys are all scimitar out. Uh, she will again make a roll. Oh man, of course she would get that for you. Uh, she <laughs> like takes one like look at you up and down. She's like, she kind of nods, like she totally knows your 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 deal. Like she gets it. Like these two, she was she was absolutely not sure about, but she wouldn't call you a barbarian, but she she knows you're a fighter. She knows you like you got a sword and you're ready to jump into melee combat, like right now. Like she was, she had no really good clue as to the other guys, like what their deal is. Right, she was a little I iffy. I do have a question on my character. Sure. Probably should have brought this up earlier. With the way it's set up, would I have like a little bit more knowledge about certain monsters? Yeah. Depending. We're good. Yeah. Oh, you're gonna like where this is going. Trust me. You're gonna like how this is uh, how this is playing here. Uh, especially because like I uh, wouldn't uh, you know should leave the game a minute here. Uh, when you said you were going to be a blood hunter, I did a deep dive. And because uh, I knew where I was going, so I needed to know where blood hunters were coming from. And I was like, "Oh, okay, okay." But yeah, no. uh, it, it it'll have things to do with things. So it's random account encounter time. Uh, you guys have been traveling for a few hours. You're probably getting ready to find a spot on the side of the road uh, to stop and drop camp, set camp. So I need someone to volunteer, excuse me, to roll for whether or not you guys have an encounter. <laughs> Jello volunteer. Well, Drew was there, but he immediately gave up responsibility. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I've had some bad rolls so far. So. That doesn't count. You you hit you ran over your mini. Six. Six. Uh, you guys find a campsite 
no issues just off the side of the main road that leads to Tanzang. Wouldn't we pick the road through Dundgazar though? What? Which is between... No, there's a road that connects Altan to Tansung pretty oh, much okay. directly. You're right. How far is that? I'd be able to take a watch. Oh, you, I mean, you guys are going to have to decide watches. Yes. You can take the rest of the watch if you want. Which means more rolls. <laughs> Works for me. Okay. Uh, so, it's going to be a few hours for shift. You do have June. Azor, to she was named after. The so you have June, who can also take one of the watches. So the time that you guys all have to spend is shortened, but still needs to be done. So you're going to take first watch. Who's going to take second? That pretty much puts you in third because June has zero fucks. <laughs> and she probably, when you guys set up camp, just crawled into her tent and went to sleep. Like, not there. So, give me that d20 roll. Uh, Malvalius? Mal Malvalius? I'll get it. You'll get it. Odds of encounters raise at nighttime, by the way, so... <laughs> Give me that roll, that 20. Oh. 14. 14? Ooh, goodness. You definitely thought you heard something, but about an hour passes and you don't hear anything again, and your watch passes. Fairly uneventful, except for that one odd noise. Maybe like it was like a crunching of leaves or snapping of a twig. Who took second watch? They will be Vaskas. All right, Vaskas, give me that D twenty. I was gonna tell him I heard something. I had time. No, that yeah, that's fine. It's a nine. It passes pretty uneventful. Uh, you were a bit more alert because. You were told that there wasn't, at least. Here we go. So you then, quote-unquote, pass the torch to Monolith. Oh, right before you make your roll. Uh, don't need to make you guys roll for this. Passive perception is enough. June snores like a freaking chainsaw. <laughs> like, to the point where, like... Maybe you guys' eyes are tricking you that, like, her tent is, like, flapping every time she's, like... <sighs> like, the air intake is so disgusting when she snores. But I digress. Make your roll there, Monolith. Natty 20. <laughs> so, um, even with the warning trickling down from the first watch... Um, which is good for you. Um, yeah, you do hear more noise. So what I need you to do now, you hit, like, there's definitely movement in the brush, maybe 65 feet away, from what you can assume. So I need you, sir, to choose exactly what you're going to do as a reaction to the fact that there is something 
hiding in the brush, about 65 feet away. And hopefully my chair didn't just come in. It was terrible. Oh, man. We'll, we'll learn how to record things eventually around here. Someday. Someday. Without all the squeaking. What are you going to do, Monolith? So, I unsheathed my scimitar. Oh, man. Um, how? You just grab that bitch? Like, shring! Shring! Oh, yeah. You heard more noise as soon as you did that. And I walk over to see what's the stirring. What's the stirring? What's the stirring? Uh, what's your movement? Because it... 60. It, 60. Your movement is 60? What? <laughs> you better be 35. Oh, my walking speed? Yes. 30. Like I said, it was, uh, the, the brush was about 65 feet away. So. Vasquez and uh, Maveas, I need you guys to make actual perception. Uh, Vasquez, you heard the sound of him drawing his sword. All right. Very clearly, and that woke you up. You, what do you do? Do you peer out your little well, yeah, tent I'm look there? Yeah, see what's going on. So everybody's got their own little private little canvas tent. Mono, you see something? Um, you hear his voice, definitely. Well, um, Traveling over to the sounds, but I haven't seen anything yet. Yeah, so he's almost like thirty-five feet away from you at this point. All right, more so thirty-five feet away from the actual camp that you had set up. I'll use my thirty feet of walking to get over there. So he like so you're. Let's say you're about eight feet away from him. Yeah. By the time you try to catch up, uh, Malvias, um, yeah, you heard a noise, but like you're groggy, kind of like you're like, was that a something? Do I even care? Plus, you are comfy. Like, you are in that state of uh, just, mm, uh, what was that a noise? I don't want to move. So, right now, I don't think you really want to, because you're like, was that a thing? Was that a, mm, I'm really comfy. Like, and, you know, I already did my watch. Like, they'll yell. Like, you make the general something that there would be more noise if something was wrong. But you're awake for the moment. I think I'll just sit up and just kind of just sit there and be like. Okay, give it. me a perception roll. Again. Oh, it wasn't much of a roll. <laughs> it sounded a like a slam more than a roll. More of a plop. Plop. I like it. Probably 11. Uh, you're kind of listening fairly intently. Um, You hear their familiar voices whispering but in the distance you have an inkling that something's going on but you're like are they just awake talking or you're not sure if there's a situation or they're just awake talking so how about we uh, bring it back to monolith here you are yet about, let's say at this point, you're still 25 feet 
from the actual line of, line of brush that now you can see you can fit you can visually see movement like the bushes are shaking and you're almost trying to make out like a pattern of if is there a one thing is there two things give me a perception on that <laughs> that sounded like a really good roll. Everybody's laughing. Oh, so it's three plus my wisdom. Mm -hmm. So that's 15. 15, that's actually uh, really, really good. You can see that there's multiple somethings moving through the underbrush there. and like, So I'm curious about my terrain. Um, you guys found uh, a small clearing just on the side of the main dirt road that has been fairly well maintained uh, because there is a lot of horse traffic, like literally horse traffic, between the town you're heading to and the main city of Altan that you just came from. Because, as I said, uh, they actually breed, they try to basically wild breed these horses at this town. Well, smaller village. And uh, they capture them, train them, and then uh, sell them. So, a lot of horse traffic. I'm trying to avoid saying hoof traffic. I really am. <laughs> there it is. Um, but it's like thick, tall grass and just ugly, you know, roots and... Uh, is there stone... Stone path. I feel like you have an ability I don't know about because I didn't research Earth Genesis. I would say that there's um, stone like there's nothing like huge in the area because this is mostly flatlands and hills, uh, but like small pebbles and stuff, little rocks. They're probably scattered everywhere. There is a skill. I'm trying to skills and feats, man. Hold on. So, you're, what do you got planned? What are you going to do there, Monolith? Well, since I'm trying to get to the Ruckus right. for my team, because and they're think, not far back. And I do me. believe I said you were 20-ish feet at this point? 25 feet 25 away. 25 feet. So, I'm planning on using my racial trait, Earthwalk. I can move across difficult terrain made of earth or stone without expending extra movement. And uh, absolutely, you are surrounded by earth right now. You'd be hard-pressed to not be around anything considered earth for quite a duration. <laughs> so basically, there is no role for this action unless... It just... you. Just, so what exactly happens? I just instantly move across... The field as I was basically a gust of wind. Just or you do you like sink into the actual ground and like move through it almost? Yes, if anyone's ever seen the movie Tremors, I just burrow into the ground. You're a graboid? Yeah. <laughs> I had to say graboid for no good reason. Okay, no, it's still like, yeah, like um, at a certain point, monolith 
makes that conscious decision to become literally one with the earth and move without restriction. Um, so you make it that distance in what feels like instant. And you're underneath all that tall grass and bramble right now. Give me a perception check. All right, hold on. You just roll. Yeah. It's a five. Five. So that makes 17 plus one to 18. Oh, wow, that's really not good. So, like, you, you stop at this point under the earth where you knew you are in that area, and you can actually sense the movement above you touching the ground, and it's it does it feels like it's not feet, it's not like stomping, it's like scratching and scurrying. It's like and you can only, it's not like you hear it, but you can feel it because you're the ground right now. You are part of the earth. You can give me one more perception to see if you actually know what is up there. Twenty-nine. What? <laughs> Listen. Did you get a nat twenty? Okay, just making sure. I was about to be like, nat twenties don't matter for skill checks. All right. Uh. You keep listening. These are uh, rats. You are, you are positive. These are rats. Just big ass rats. So I'm going to give you one chance for initiative to like you get one good action before everybody has to roll initiative. Okay. Here's the question. Can I burst out of the ground in rage? Yes. Come, uh, coming out of the ground, mm -hmm. action. Rage is always a bonus action, man. So oh. absolutely, yes, you can do that. But you are going to be in difficult terrain at that point. Not a problem for me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but fair enough. So that's that's what you're gonna do. Yes, I burst out from the ground, do a survey of my surroundings to see where all the rats are at, and I begin to rage. All right. Well, we'll see about that. Okay. So we're gonna give this a little bit more before we literally roll an ish. Malvias. Exactly. <laughs> That's pretty much what your character was doing at the moment. So, now, more noises happen. Shit's going, seems to be going crazy. What are you doing? Get up and start walking out. Okay, so like when you exit your little tent, you notice, just at this particular moment, like, earth, just dirt goes flying everywhere, like, far, far ahead of you. 65 feet at this point, I do believe. And you see Monolith literally leap from the ground in just surrounded by tall grass and ugly bushes and such. And he's 
looking back and forth like, oh, what the fuck? And you have your tiefling friend Vasquez just 15 feet back from that kind of, what are you doing, Vasquez? Now that you just saw Monolith leap from the ground like a weird erection. I'm going to cast Minor Illusion. And have a make a lion's roar right by wherever he's looking to try and scare. That was the eyes. best visual ever. Like he just popped out of the ground and something. <laughs> Fantastic. Back to your reaction. Nothing. Not knowing anything's going on. I'll so just you just saw up. that just go down. I think I'll just double move up. You get a dash. Bring out my weapons and just double move up. About it. Fantastic. I will give you, like, you are right next to your buddy Vasquez right now. Roll initiative, boys! <laughs> Did you make a deck space? So you should be good. Well, I'm not going to roll a two. No, absolutely <laughs> four, not. Four. Oh, crap. I need to write this down. Yeah. Oh, my initiative bonuses. So then I'm it's your dexterity. I got a three. Sorry. Hold on. So, uh, off recording, we uh, rolled initiative, which starts with Monolith. Raging Barbarian currently. Um, You are literally in tall grass, bushes and such and whatnot. Um, there's pricker bushes, definitely, easily. This is thick stuff. It's not fun to be standing in. Especially because, like, you know, like, you like the ground, not so much, you know, plants. But, um, if you want, you know there are very large rats right now. How many? You have no idea. You can roll to try to figure that out, or... You can try to get out of the thickness, this difficult to grain. What exactly do you want to do? Because if you start swinging, it's going to just be chopping vines down, essentially, at this point. Uh, I basically want to move out to a clearing okay. away from the bushes. Do you have another charge of that ability? I think it's two charges, was it? Or was it one once a day? Your earth Once one? before a long rest, I'm pretty sure. Mm. So you can't use that again yet? Uh, yeah, uh, your movement is what, what was it, 35? 30. 30? Uh, yeah, half, uh, yeah, you can make it just out of the brush, out of the difficult terrain, just barely. It says I can move across difficult terrain made of earth or stone without expending extra movement. So, it doesn't say anything about research. Yeah, but once a day, basically. It's, it's kind of a once a day thing, because you need a long rest. So, yeah, if you used your full movement... Out of the, this difficult terrain, you'll make it out, but just barely. But you are very, very aware there are lots of dirty, nasty rat rats going on. Um, is there any other action you want to take? Is that for raging right now? Oh, you're already raging. You're still raging. Um, I take a glance to see where my group mates are at. Oh, you, you, as you made your way out of the brush and bramble, 
you you saw that Vasquez was very close and just behind him, your other friend, which would be true, because I didn't write character names down when I wrote initiative. Yeah, he's next. Malvayas. I'm last. Oh, for sure. Uh, okay, but you do see them. They're, they are on their way very quickly. Did you just drop your your inspiration? He's dropping everything. Very heavy. Fairly <laughs> heavy coin. I use these really cool heavy coins for initiative, ladies and gentlemen, if you didn't know. Drew just can't keep his in his hand. Alright. So, just as you come out the brush and bramble and you turn to look at your friends who are right there, they're at this point five feet away. They're ready. They're like, what the fuck's going on? Blah, blah. Um, you turn back around to face uh, the brush and bramble, and as soon as you do, a giant rat just bursts from this brush and uh, tries to bite you, man. And um, definitely does not succeed at all. After that, three more rats come from out of the brush and bramble, and they start making their way towards your friends, which then, that was their turn. That makes it... Turn the page so I remember what order everybody's in. Yep, Malias, it is your turn. You have one rat, specifically... Uh, like, uh, almost on top of Monolith, and uh, two to your left, one to your right, that have all just come out of the brush. I'm going to go attack the right one. There's two on the right. Closest to your right? Two right, one left. That one on and the then one right in front of Monolith. I think Monolith has one that's on him, <laughs> so I'm going to go fight the left one. Left? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Roll it up, right? What did you 13. just just swung the scimitar? Oh yeah, you hit man. Alright, so that is That's three damage. Three damage? Oh dude, you take a good slice out of this rat. It, it looks furious. As furious as an ugly ass rat could look. Because they probably look pretty furious anyway because they're ugly. Go on. I think uh, I'm going to hit it with my other one for my bonus action. Hurt? Same thing. 13. 13? Yeah, it hits. And then five. Uh, so what was the first one? Sorry. Uh, there was three damage and then five damage. Five. Uh, so, so a total of eight. Yes. Cool beans. Um, it is not happy. For sure, for sure. <laughs> that brings us to Vasquez, I do believe. What are you going to do there, buddy? Are all of the rats within 30 feet of me? Absolutely. Not the one he hit, but the other three. I'm going to cast Bane. 
talking. What does it do, bro? Uh, they need to make a charisma saving throw of 13. <laughs> yeah, let's like, make the rats make a charisma save. That fell on the floor. It doesn't count. <laughs> you don't know. That rat would be very charismatic. <laughs> Can't find my D20 that just rolled off the floor. <laughs> It's underneath my fat ass somewhere, but I'll just roll a different d20. Uh, what is there? Oh, it's a lot less than I would like it to be. They fail. They definitely fail. Alright, so... Whenever a target fails the saving throw, makes an attack or saving throw before the spell ends, you must roll a d4 and subtract the number rolled. Basically, they roll to attack, so you got 20. Oh, you, roll oh, you just nerfed their attacks is what you're doing. Okay, cool. I dig it. Did you... Now, how did you cast that spell, Justin? I mean, I have my Sean. <laughs> I'd <bite remote. laughs> I'm going to have to make you prepare more stuff later on. Um, I mean, it's not like I'm yelling at It's not like I'm dealing with people. So. so they are all pretty much nerfed at this point. That brings us back to the top with Monolith. We have a oh, very with my thing. bonus action, I'd like to give him Bardic Inspiration. Son of a bitch. That is what, uh, D... A D6. D6 on... That he can add to... For the people An ability home. check, attack roll, or saving throw. Alright, so you got that. What are you going to do there? You got this ugly-ass fucking thing in front of you. I used to keep rats as pets, but this is hurtful. He's thinking. Hardcore. So, you're going to swing your scimitar at this ugly rat thing? Roll it, bro. Roll. So, seven. Total of seven. Mm -hmm. Mm, That's a miss. You well, missed the I guess rat. I'm going to use that bard inspiration. Fair enough. Go ahead, do it. That's cocked, dude. That's totally cocked. <laughs> <laughs> One. So eight. Yep. You will still miss. As I said, that's why I will allow that. But you have that inspiration if you want to spend it. <laughs> and you can re-roll both. I will let you re-roll both. All right, I'll spend the inspiration. Get that going. <laughs> so reroll your attack. Take the damn mini out of your dice right, fucking thing. <laughs> 17. Oh, that hits. That hits like a motherfucker. Now you may roll your damages. Alright. Ooh. Nine. Nine? Oh, it, it's laying on the ground, it twitching. It's, it's trying to move, but it's not dead. You did as much damage in one as I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do. That's why they are the barbarians. I don't care how loud that was on the feed. Um, next is their turn. And I, what the hell happened to my d why do I keep losing all my D20s, kids? I don't know. Maybe if you had eight like I did, you wouldn't have a problem. 
I have plenty. I make my own, damn it. Right, so first off, that one that you damn near killed is just gonna say screw it. I'm gonna try to take one last bite from an ankle. Just get that ankle. Just a whole lot of dirt, juicy earth ankle. <laughs> I have your AC written down, I know I do. Uh And it matched. Holy shit. You gotta roll a d4. It bites your fucking nope. ankle. Damn. Roll a d4. Oh, to it. negate you. Dirty <laughs> bastard. Bane is a lovely spell. It is a lovely <laughs> spell. Unless you're the DM. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's nice. Alright, so. So it's minus two. He misses that bite. Um... The one that you nearly incapacitated will take a bite at you. Minus four. That's definitely not going to even come close. (laughs) Uh, Aha. The other two are going to come straight for our friend here. Since there's only two currently being... Attacked there, the other two are going to go straight for Vasquez. Because, well, the other two people in the group are killing the other rats, apparently. They're not smart, but they're not dumb. Uh, oh, oh, Lord. So, I'm going to assume 18 plus hits your AC. I'm you the one bite. You the four, but yeah. Because the one that was attacking Malve did not get maimed. True. These two so 18 minus 4. Still hits me. So. 14 <laughs> hits. So I didn't know what their plus was. Right. So. It's okay. The other one will come at you also, and that is super, super low. And then even lower with, <laughs> with the minus. A little bit of a nibble. Little, yeah. So you get one that nibbled at you. Right. Uh, let's, let's just say at the left kneecap. Gets you right at the left kneecap. Uh, 4 damage. Okay. Then I have to make a constitution check. Oh, it is concentration. You passed. <laughs> nice. That brings it to Drew. I am going to attack this rat. I'm going to assume a 17 will hit. Yes, it will. So... Where's my D6 at? There it is. Five. Oh, you definitely coup de gras that poor unfortunate ugly little thing in front of you. I will use the rest of my movement if I can. Oh yeah, you do so your move, so you can use full movement. To go up go after one of the ones that is attacking Vasquez and bonus action slash at it too. Sweet. We'll we'll go with the one that didn't bite him at the yeah. knee. That is a 19 on the roll, so that'd be 21. Oh, that definitely hits, my friend. Oh. <laughs> I missed my dice. Well, it still counts. It rolled, right? So that'd be three damage. Three damage? Mm-hmm. It's fine. It's still up and live and kicking. And that brings us to Vasquez. 
You got your friend next to you. You got a rat attached to your knee. Hands not the metal. All right. Well, the one that's attacking me. Like I didn't say it. It's on. It's biting your knee currently. I'm gonna cast vicious mockery on it. (laughs) Isn't that not like a wisdom save or something? It is a wisdom thirteen save. I mean, that's a fairly good play to be honest with you. So I have to make that wisdom save. Yes. Let me see how wise a giant rat is, real quick. Um, <laughs> Motherfucker, get off me! Oh, this is a cheating ass die. Oops. Wait, no, there it is. Sorry. Okay, up uh, nine. Minus a D4. <laughs> but either way, it's still not playing. making that safe. Okay. And that's going to be three psychic damage. Three psychic damage. It lets go of your leg and kind of flumps to the ground. It's still alive, but it's like, what's going on? It's like, almost like it's having a seizure. And as I cast it, I say, you're so smelly, they kicked you out of the sewers. <laughs> Yeah, it's having, like, a brain aneurysm right now on the ground. Like, it's perfectly fine. It's okay. But it's like, <laughs> what is going on here? <laughs> and uh, that brings it back to Monolith, I do believe. Yes, it does. Mono, you're up. Who's not dead yet? None of us are dead yet. Rats. <laughs> he met the rats. Uh, the one by me is having an aneurysm, apparently. One, you killed yours, right? No. Well, then uh, none of them are dead. It's, it's not dead, yeah, but it's one. not exactly trying to bite you too much anymore. So did the bite cause any type of injury? No. No poison damage? Nope, no poison. These are not poisoned rats. Well, since it attacked me, I'm still raging. Absolutely, absolutely. So you can definitely finish this guy off. I'm gonna slaughter this rat. <laughs> so angry. Eighteen. Oh, that hits for sure. Nice. Rolling for damage. <laughs> you didn't need much. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, You definitely kill that one. Noise. Definitely, definitely. Uh, Do you want to take any other actions before you end your turn? How far? You can still move. They are. You guys are all within like about ten to twenty feet of each other, because it was a fairly solid line separating the open area and this area of thick brush. You know, like people come along and they maintain this side of the road. It's a legit, fairly straight line where you guys are at. Okay. As do people that do gardening. Alright. The Emperor definitely hires people to maintain the roads. And Vasquez's rat is going through convulsions right now. Yeah, it's like he did a mind like, have you ever <laughs> thrown mind talking to a rat? Pretty sure the, the rat is freaking out right now. 
Like, it is speaking to me in my brain. Brain, What what rat can comprehend that? None. (laughs) It is having serious mental breakdown right now. And the rat attacking Malvags? Almost dead. I killed the one and now I'm at another one. Yeah. So you're down to two rats. One is convulsing. <laughs> like, just grabbing at its own head. Like, why? What's going on? Well, I'm going to speak. dash to the one that's not convulsing. <laughs> Heard. <laughs> okay. And that brings it to the rats' turns uh, for little Mr. Rat Crazy. Ooh, that's not so bad. Um, whiz. Weezy, 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 weezy. Oh, no. Solid there. What's your spell's DC there? 13. 13? He matched. So he stops losing his brain, and uh, he gets back to his ugly little nasty little claw feet. Claw paws. Claw feet. Claw paws. Claw feet. If it was the same throw, you got to take away a D4. Ooh, bitch. Still, how long does that spell last? It's a minute. Uh, Bane lasts for... Concentration up to a minute. Hmm. So that lion's roar is still going to for no reason because it's not concentration. Well, that was more of a it happened. Not that kind of thing, but for con- a minute. Yeah. As long as I don't drop it. Well, you have you can only do one concentration. Minor spell it's not concentration. I thought you just said it was. Okay. No, vicious mark. Uh, Bane is concentration. Right. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's still convulsing then because with the minus. I literally roll a four. <laughs> like, so, like, he's definitely not beating your spell save DC on that one. Uh, the other one, who uh, Monolith has just ran up upon, uh, is still going to try to get Malias and definitely hit minus four. Damn it. <laughs> or not. Uh, 13? That it does? Sweet. Yeah, yeah all, of all of you are 13s. I, I, I'm, I just looked at it. Like, I forgot all about that. You're all 13s. Yeah. So take four uh, piercing damage, sir. Well, just because of that, this would be a dick to this little rat. I'm going to use my hellish rebuke on this rat. Lord. Which, if I remember correctly, is a wisdom save of 13, I believe. Which is your spell save. You can't cast Hellish Rebuke if I get hit. It says here it's third level. Yeah, but that's racial trait. You can cast that no matter what. Yeah, once you hit level three. Oh, yeah. We can only use Thaumaturgy right now. Oh. I was just saying that was the three things you can do. Never mind then. No, those are levels. You will take that for damage. This nasty, ugly thing has bitten you right above the ankle. They might be going. No. No. Unless you were a warlock, then you would have it much earlier. Because then fifth, you can cast darkness. Take that four damage. Got 11 health. You're good. (laughs) So I do believe we're down to that one rat, essentially. Uh, yes. I'm going to slap into it with the scimitars. There we go. 
Seventeen. Oh, it hits. I'm fine with that three. <laughs> That's three damage. And then I'll do it one more time. That'd be eleven to hit. No, that one will miss. You pretty much did enough damage with that first one, though. It would have been cooler to have the second one hit. <laughs> um, so, we're going to call it out of combat right now, as long as Justin or Vasquez keeps his concentration on that spell. Well, Vicious Mockery is not concentration. It's well, a one-shot like, thing. But he, the rat's going to have that disadvantage. Well, I'm going to hit it with my sickle. And anyway. it's going to end fairly quickly... But all the other rats are dead. The one currently dealing with some sort of psych- psychotic psychosis issue right now <laughs> because somebody spoke to it inside of its brain is still like, oh god, why? I want to try and hit it with my sister. It is definitely vulnerable, so you have advantage on melee attacks for it. That's going to be a 21. Um, yeah, and that hits most things. And damage is... One damage. <laughs> oh, fucking shit. One damage. <laughs> wow, man. That's kind of sad. One D4. You... I mean, you get it, though. You kill it. It's dead. <laughs> and as a bard, I'll dance around a little bit. Suddenly you guys hear June's voice screaming from inside of her tent. What are you doing? Shut the hell up! We're having a team meeting! There's no team! Go to bed, ya fucks! And then... You want me to come with you? You snore like a bear and you hear us? I will kill all of you if I don't get... Three more hours of sleep. It was rats. You want me to join you? You're all rats. I can join you if you want. I will kill you. I will kill you. Go to bed. But the rats. You hear nothing but silence. Good night. And then you hear a... (laughs) Which you can assume was the noise of a pillow being put over her head. Well, I'm so, not going to write an epic song about rats, guys. Try to do something else. <laughs> um, do you guys want to do anything else before you turn in? Sleep. I'm going to kick the rats back in the brush and go to bed. <laughs> Many of the kicks. Yes? Well, Same. I'm just going to kick those carcasses. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> you two roll percentages. I'm going to take mine by the tail and swing it around and throw it. Oh, oh, now you're in on the fucking thing? That's No, you already went to bed. They're kicking. I'm not kicking. That's weird. No, when you said you went to the bed, they're kicking. Plus, I don't have my boots on. That's worse. <laughs> Everybody was like, gross, you've been walking around without your boots on the whole time? I was sleeping. Okay, so if you want to grab one, whip it around by the tail, we'll get to you in a minute. What was 68. You? 68? Nice. 44. 44? All right, just need to make some rolls here. What am I rolling? Uh, dexterity first. Dex first? Yeah. Alrighty. 
16. So it, the tail doesn't immediately pop off the rest of the animal as you swing it around. Thanks. Uh, and you give it a toss. Now give me a percentage. A percentage? Twinky, twinky, twinky. 31. Damn. Okay. That's it? Yep. Nothing happens. You guys can all go to bed. Alright. Good? Everybody mm-hmm. yep. calls it a night? Right on. So you guys wake up the next morning uh, to a fairly aggravated June Azor. Uh, and you guys remember that there was a giant crocodile sleeping, too. Just outside the camp this entire time that didn't fucking move while you guys were killing giant rats. Um, Bum-ass rats. Right. Bum-ass gator. Barely. (laughs) Lazy-ass gator. Or crocodile, crocodile. There's a difference. Gator Um, So, what we're going to do here, we're going to do another uh, encounter rule because it's going to take a few hours to get the rest of the way to the town. You got that one? Well, I'm going to pause. So what did you get? 12. 12? Yeah, sure. Uh, that's pretty middle of the road there. Um, pretty much. <laughs> and you guys are at that point. You're only a few hours away from Tan Song Neg. Man, that sounds terrible, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. Who named these places? Oh, <laughs> the freaking... Oh, Tazgan Neg. Tazgan Neg. Um, so June goes on to explain while you guys are... Uh, making your way down the road that Tascan is inhabited primarily by orcs or half-orcs. And they're the ones primarily responsible via the, the Emperor's Edict to train these horses and in the specific way that they do. So... The odds of you guys encountering anybody else that isn't an orc or a half-orc in this village is kind of pretty rare. Which she explains to be even more weird that such strong people are suddenly afraid of a really big horse. I was a little about to comment that. (laughs) Uh, But again, she keeps stressing the fact that they've already paid. And she's like, what a... Uh, she explains that she's probably going to do a lot of the talking when you get there. And then, uh, you know, the conversation lulls after a certain time. Uh, you're probably about an hour and a half out at this point. I'm probably singing something. Does any... Yeah, like, what are you guys doing? About an hour and a half out? Oh, I'm just playing with my dice set. I got my loot out <laughs> and I'm singing. Random... Dragon track. dice? Mm-hmm. Nice. Sharpening my scimitar. You guys are just enjoying yourselves and not necessarily your... Uh, I'm trying to keep the mood mellow. Right. What are you playing? Just some, you know, folk song. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> you know. um, Alright. All right. I'll give you something on that one. Um, yeah. Uh, what's your spell safety? 13. 13. Cool beans. Unless you want um, me to do a performance you check. You do notice June kind of like swaying a bit to the tune. Uh, specifically, you notice that like she knows she's 
doing it, but not at the same time she's trying to not do it because she's trying to be, she's trying to look like a badass. Well, I'm not acknowledging her. <laughs> I'm pretending I don't notice. Should I do a performance check? No. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna need one more encounter roll before you get to the town. Who's gonna do? Who it? hasn't done one? You have. Wait, I he did the first one. It's <laughs> Well, it's broad daylight, so, you know, it's not bad. No, <laughs> nothing happened. Like, I really just had to get that dead silence in there. Like, oh, oh, shit, here comes the dragon. Uh, no. Uh, you guys make it uh, to the town. You see it just off in the distance. And uh, you uh, when you see it, you see people coming out of their houses and... Coming towards the main entrance to the village where I, you guys are headed towards. Like, I, this is apparently a bigger deal than you thought. Like, they were expecting you. I mean, I would also be pretty much going up if I saw a six-legged crackhead coming to my town. You know, like a 40-foot, a like, yeah. six-foot tall fucking thing. Now, how fast does this thing move? It moves pretty fast because uh, it you would say half as, far, half as fast as the crow flies. Now, would I know any songs about anybody from this city? It's a village? Well, yeah. It's town-ish? Um, I don't know, man. Give me a percentage roll and we'll find out. 96. Yes. You do. You don't... You didn't learn them personally. You didn't learn these songs personally. You learn them because uh, it's your craft, um, and from people that you have met. That's how I start. This is actually the first time you have been to this village. I'm gonna play this song as we ride down the street. Right on. It is a song about a horse called the Red Hair. And I'm amused at myself. Uh, nobody in the wagon, or wagon, nobody on the crocodile knows. <laughs> like, well, actually, unless you guys want to roll to know if you know, if you're familiar with the Red Air song. Why not? <laughs> I do not. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, it was so low, I, I don't know I'm shit. I'm more interested in my dice. Well, if you don't want to, you don't want to give that a shot? Nah, pretty because, much no, yeah, Okay, you're like, no, I don't know music. <laughs> Uh, so nobody on the crocodile even, oh, actually, well, I could, I suppose I could roll for June. June knows the song. What's the song about? Uh, a horse, a red-haired horse, uh, known to be the fastest horse to ever exist. Alright. Plus, a red-haired horse is pretty rare. Good to know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's a town legend. Kind of Good song. So Maybe the people won't look at us sideways now. But uh, are you gonna keep singing that singing it as you guys actually enter the town on? Yeah, because I know where we're unnamed at, so. crocodile that belongs to June. Huh? <laughs> so yeah, you're still playing away. You guys actually get to the front of the town. The crowd starts to part. Like. They're excited. They're not cheering quite yet, but they're like kind of like almost ready to start clapping. <laughs> uh, and you see, like I said, nothing but orcs. 
and maybe a few half orcs if you have the eye to discern the difference because sometimes it's a little iffy uh skin tone can differate will my passive insight come into play on that one hmm? my passive insight perception you mean no insight <laughs> insight what's your passive insight 14. I've never had to use that for anything 14 14 you definitely know that most half orcs have gray skin tones or like purplish. They're not necessarily always green. But you see a few of those out there. But there are other factors that you know of that half orcs can't be green, but they have other very distinctive features. So. As you guys are coming down the main road into the village, uh, as I said, the crowd kind of parts ways. And near the end of this little dirt road, the biggest, ugliest orc you've probably ever seen is standing in front of what you're pretty sure is either a church or a really big horse barn. Like, maybe both. In fact, you're pretty sure it might be both. Like, this is almost their religion. So it makes sense. And he has dark brown robes on and a leather vest and um, nasty long fingernails because he's kind of holding his hands together. And you can see that just in front of him. And he's just standing there. Almost like he doesn't know what's going on, but like he shoots like one eye up to see you guys approaching, and literally his left eye looks up, but his right eye doesn't move, which is somewhat disturbing. Um, this is the mayor of the village, as you can assume. So you guys approach, big crocodile stops. June jumps down and approaches him. You guys assume you guys are going to follow? Yeah. I'm going to do a backflip. I would definitely love that performance check now. Is it no acrobatics? Yeah. Uh, 17. Yeah, it was only like six feet. You're fine. And I'm going to try doing the same thing, except just hold on the rails and just kind of fall down. <laughs> There's uh, rails? There's well, a rope ladder. Well, you know how they, they people would like put their hands on things, just kind of fall forward in a sense? Like you see I think I know what you're saying, yeah. Yeah. I'm try doing that. You want me to roll acrobatics? I mean, you have a high dex. I suppose you could roll for that. <laughs> I know your build. You're a dex build. Yeah. It'll be something a little dexterous. Come on. Don't need to. Not 20. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. You do, you do your shit. You, like, you're like, yeah, I'm fancy too, dude. Fuck you. <laughs> Meanwhile, Monolith is over here like... <laughs> I got stuck with these two. <laughs> got a couple of goofballs with me. Like he's grabbing the bridge of his nose. <laughs> Are there people... I just want to get off the crocodile. <laughs> Are there people around us at all? Oh, yeah, practically the entire village. And put on a show for the people that's paying us. <laughs> but uh, as you guys get off uh, the crocodile, who we will name later, 
because it will be cute and adorable. <laughs> just to be weird about it. Fluffy. Um, no. That enough. makes no fucking sense. We'll maim it. Right. <laughs> uh, but you guys don't quite get there fast enough, but you do notice like an exchanging of words between June and the mayor uh, quickly before you guys get within earshot. And as you get within earshot, she spins around. She's like, well, guys, I have all the information we need. Old man here. He's gonna... Uh, he's gonna do whatever he wants. I'm gonna break it down to you, but let's go over to the Rusted Pony. What's the Rusted Pony? It's the bar. Uh, she just looks at you like you were an idiot. Like, because you knew that? Question mark, but you didn't? Because <laughs> that's how she acts like, duh. Is this a nice bar? I don't know. I've never been here. And then she walks away. <laughs> Shit. Man, I can feel the ice coming off of that one, guys. Definitely. As long as they have booze, I'm okay. Yeah, she just starts walking in the direction you can generally assume might be this bar called the Rusted Pony. I just look at the crowd and take a bow and take off. <laughs> they still all seem like they should clap, but they're not. They're, like, very awkward. They're like, did they do it yet? Did, they, did something happen? Should we cheer? <laughs> Except with, one of them a wink, with, like, kind of a lisp, because they're orcs and have teeth. I don't know. I don't know. That's more yes. goblin. Don't, yeah. don't, do that. don't, don't do that. <laughs> I do not differentiate between goblins and orcs somehow. Okay. I mean, they're both green. That's yeah. yeah. <laughs> Racism. But okay. <laughs> it's, it's like gnomes and humans, man. Not the same. Yeah, not the same. One is on the lawn. They're both white, but one's short. To the rusted pony. <laughs> to the rusted pony. What did you say? Rusted pony. That's what I said. It just sounds awful. Let's go, guys. This place sounds. I need you to swell. make a history check there, Smarty Bard. I mean, do I really have to? Just based on the name, this sounds awfulness. Don't forget my history, which should be shockingly zero. So. It's a six. Oh, wow. I really wanted you to have that information. Anyway. I can do backflips. Don't know shit about bars. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. So, you guys, I assume, all follow June to the... What? Because she admitted she's never been here. She's just like, we're going to the bar. She's probably just got street, information on. I'm shaking hands if there's just people. I guess we're following Grumpy Lady. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> just, shaking, just shaking babies, slapping hands. No, no shaking of babies. You under <laughs> Uh, yeah, it only takes uh, barely a minute just to walk down the road, and there it is. You see this ugly iron sign swinging from half of a fucking chain. What did I tell you guys? Of a pony. Place, place right? And the, like, if you tilt Jeez. your head slightly to the left from where you're standing, you can actually read the words "rusted pony." How do you feel? <laughs> I don't think my ancestors would want to be here. They were demons. <laughs> Just uh, watch where you sit, okay, fellas? June's like, all right, come on, you pansies. And she, like, almost, like, you can see, like, it's almost like this door split when she flung it open. 
Like, she put way too much effort into opening the door to this place. What and was, she just storms in. What was June wearing, by the way? Oh, well, she had her uh, dark green cloak. And uh, when she did flash, were <laughs> multiple... This just got exciting. <laughs> no. <laughs> she didn't do that kind of flash. Uh, someone asked about her profession, and she did flash her multiple hand cannons. Or... Crossbows. Hand crossbows. I had this. I couldn't not say hand cannons. Right, is she in pants? Uh, no, she has uh, a dark purple leather armor set that she wears underneath her dark green cloak. So, how would you describe the armor? Is it like a thong? Is it like a no? It's it's fairly normal full leather armor. Right. I'm not sure exactly what that is. You, you know, it covers everything. So is she, Nicely. Is she is it like Black Widow or... kind of style? <laughs> no. Right. right. So she's not in pants or anything. She is in pants. Okay, that's what I want to know. She has pants and she has leather uh, shin guards, leather boots, a leather chest piece, and Well, no, others. I was just going for a joke and I can't make it because it would be inappropriate. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Anyway, uh, as you guys follow behind her, she's apparently fairly dedicated to what she's doing. Um, this will be good. This will be fun. Because um, <laughs> now I'm making up laws. Uh, everybody roll perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What am I doing? I have no bonuses to wisdom or intelligence. I don't need to look at them. So that's 17. Hmm? 10. 17. 24. Wow. So, Malbias <laughs> has no idea. The two of you, uh, maybe back in the guild hall, maybe listening a little bit here and there, and you know for a fact that there is a legal drinking age in this empire in the northern half of Catania. Southern, sorry, Southern half, Catania. There is a drinking age. It is 21. And you guys know, just from listening to other people at the Guild Hall talk, she's only 20. Interesting. This is something to a few know. Or, you're pretty certain about. Because, you know, you heard stuff. But, so June just walks straight through the main section of the bar right up to the actual bar itself and grabs a stool and slams a hand down and shoots a look at the bartender waiting. You have about 30 seconds. What are you going to do? I got this. Can we get, um, ale? Ale? Yeah. Ale? You're June right now. Yeah, I am June, but like she's way ahead of me. She's already at the bar. You guys are just four ales, please. As you walk in, you just yell four ales. Well, I see her up at the bar, so I'm like, four ales. She does shoot a look back. And then nods to the bartender. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, if you guys settle up to the bar with her, uh he does bring a cross for Large mugs of ale. How to much which, 
before you say that, June is able to produce quickly uh, about four silver onto the table, which is apparently overpaying. And the bartender is very quick to grab that money. All right. Bring some lady first round. So when the bartender grabs those four silver and he stuffs it in his little pouch that it has and he goes to turn, you know, as a bartender would to walk away from people he just served so they can enjoy their drinks, she reaches across the bar and grabs his arm. Oh, no, no. (laughs) And he looks petrified. Like, he looks like he's still trying to step forward, but her grip is literally so tight that this grown man cannot walk away. Interesting. I'm just looking whimsically. She says, boys, this man apparently knows more than he's letting on, according to the mayor. Oh, that's right. I'm just a supervisor. She lets go of his arm and starts to chug her ale and turns away from you. Well, that was weird. So, guy, horse, tell us, I guess. Are you talking to the bartender? Yep. He looks you at you guys. A problem. He goes, my name is Hans. Doc. Rude. That's rude. I, 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 my father, he owns this establishment, but we, we made money raising horses before we bought this and built this bar. Okay, get to the chase about this crazy horse. There was a legend. A legend of, uh, uh, the, the, the god of horses. God of horses. <laughs> we all thought it was very silly. Yeah, I, I, if there is, we have many legends of horses here. Name of God. It's, a, I, it's the horse has no name. The God of Horses doesn't have a name. It is a God. It is a it horse. It should have a name. No, it has never been named. I mean, there's lots of gods. Bahamut's a God has a name. Yes, but this, this God is legendary. It is always reborn into a new horse, and uh, it is. Either the fastest horse or the strongest horse or the most talented horse. It can jump higher than any other horse. It does, it, it's always... This is the legend of this. So God it's a really horse. cool horse. It is God horse, yes. <laughs> All right. And you know where we it feel is? it is in the... Uh, we think now it is, it is angry because of our practices. And we have not been following traditions so much in anymore. But we're here to rid you of your problem, so where is it? Well, outside of town in the grazings, uh, a few hundred miles of rolling hills and grasslands. That is where the where the horses roam until we uh, bring them in to train them to be horses. Does it target specific horses? No, no, like no, 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 types no. Of horses, it's like it's the seems, best horses. It seems to keep horses. everyone away. From us. It keeps the horses away from us. And it attacks. Loudly. 
It's very weird. Any other questions, guys? We know it's, where it's at. It scares people away from horses. It doesn't have a name. Can you take us? Oh, no, no, no. I, I must run the bar. Well, it sounds like it's a bad case of you guys abusing horses. We, no. We, we praise it. All our lore is based on raising horses. This is, this is silly. This is funny. I flip we a would gold never bar. hurt horses. I flip a gold coin out of the bar. You sure you can't take us? I will not. Scared? I run the bar. I, thought you I would have to shut down these, my entire life. Where's your dad? He's quite infirm. At that moment, you hear... <laughs> which was June. Finishing her ale and slamming it on the counter. Can you get her another? Keep the gold. Shut up, children. I believe you are the youngest in the group. I'm just pointing that out there. Uh, that was not character knowledge for you. <laughs> uh, she does shoot you a dirty ass look. And then makes a finger motion to the bartender to go get more ale. <laughs> I slide the and gold towards him here. Which he up. does snatch, and he scurries off to uh, pour more ale, to which June takes advantage of no one being too close. Well, I think we got what we needed from him. Yeah, tact would be good sometimes, lady. Uh, is that a word? Listen, children. Call me child. What? I'm older than you. That doesn't matter. I outrank you. She says. That was a real one. Uh, <laughs> Listen. We already know whatever is doing this. This horse is in the couple hundred miles worth of field and hills. Like, yes, where the horse has no name. Yes. So take the night. Prepare yourselves. And then... I will, I'll arrange for some horses for y'all to ride out into the plains. Oh, yeah. Like, the place is packed. Can I go up to just a random person and ask them if there is a nicer inn to stay in? Yes and yes, but you're going to have to roll. I mean, I can do that. Okay, I so... I go with him on that one. Right. Oh, wait, no. Something. You can roll together, then. Uh, your combined rolls will add to your chances here. So the first thing you're going to do is roll for who you're going to, what random person you're going to pick. Just a little so a D20, uh, D20, uh, this is actually, we're going to go charisma on this. Okay, that was going to have some pretty good charisma. Where yeah. charisma? I rolled a four. So maybe, <laughs> maybe this dude's going to save you. This straight charisma, no, like, persuasion. Well, D20 plus charisma. If, if... No, no, no. There's investigation it if you wanted to do it, it, but that's not charisma-based. If you were literally trying to, like, target a specific person that you thought might have that kind of good information, sure. But I'm going to give you guys charisma because you're using uh, that feeling. Like, I'm going to give this feeling. What is Monolith about to do? Hold on. <laughs> Check. All right. Five plus <laughs> six. Six. 
Not bad. And I again, since you guys are all of the same mind... I ended with a seven. We'll add this together. So you're as well... Eleven. Eleven, seven, and five. Yeah? Six. 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 I apologize. That's quite high, actually. <laughs> uh, so the three of you are like almost like shoulder to shoulder at the bar. Like... <sighs> like trying to figure out who might... Who looks like they might know the most things. They're all townies. It yeah. seems silly to think of that. But you guys, as you're kind of like to each other, happen to notice back in the corner, there's a really special spot. You know, a cutout almost in the corner of the bar. The table is stained and sanded, and it's a half circular booth. With nice red leather uh, seating, and there's a few female orcs accompanied by a male orc who definitely looks like he has money and might not have noticed this had you guys not been thinking about who should we ask, but where to go. This is probably the person with the most money inside this establishment. Barkeep, what is the gentleman and the ladies drinking back there? Hmm? Oh, oh they're, they're not drinking. What do you mean they're not drinking? They, they, I lost they, the accent. They, they don't drink? Or Total loss of the accent. Drinking. What was it, Swedish? Yeah, Hans. Hans, Hans, Hans. Let me get there. No, they are. No, that's I'm not even the same person. Yes, yes, yes. I haven't been drinking. No, <laughs> um, they are not drinking. They, they, um, they are here. For, I don't know. They, they come in. Uh, they usually pay for the table. That is my uh VIP table. I call it. They just pay here, pay to be here. But they don't. They stay a few hours and then they leave. They, they, they don't get drinks here. All right. What the hell is that? Go ahead. What are you guys going to do? We say we walk over and see if we can get a nice place to stay at this. What do you guys think? I agree. Mato, you got my back? I'm going to yes, try sir. something. All right. How far away is this place? Is this booth? Oh, man. This place isn't more than like... Uh, How far away is the booth? 35, 40 guy. feet. 35, 40 feet. I, as we're going <coughs> over, and I get close enough, I'm going to cast a charm person. On the fancy male orc? Yes. Good luck. Please tell the people listening at home how that works. Well, it's a wisdom saving throw. And attempt to charm a humanoid I can see. And if they fail, they're charmed by me until the spell ends. Or if we attack them. Or hurt them in any way. Heard. And then, till the spell ends, they regard me as a friendly acquaintance. Right on. And after the spell ends, they realized I cast the spell on them. So. Shovel season. <laughs> Shovel's like laughing. <laughs> you shouldn't be able to see my rolls, but I'll let you see that one. It's alright. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be great. 
No, it failed. <laughs> Is that what you were waiting for? Because I rolled a natural 20. Yeah, but you didn't say anything, so how the fuck was oh, I well, supposed to know I that, Oh, well, because I wasn't fucker? sure. Like, for a second there, I was like, did he roll? Like, no, I, I got a natural 20. You definitely did not charm that man. All right, well, we're going to ask him. All right, well, who's going to speak for the group? Me. All right. Am I the charm one here? Oh, yeah. You're the bard. <laughs> he does notice you. You're... Quite the monthly crew as you shamble up to his very fancy table. Oi, good sir. Mm. Would you happen to know of a fine establishment where we could stay for the night? Oh, what do you mean by fine? Nicer than this. You look like a man of good taste. <laughs> yeah, but that's also why I'm here. What? Well, yeah, I'm not trying to explain myself to rebel. Yes, yes, yes. Your if you have the money, own, sir. Yes, yes. If you have the money, this is a small village, townish. Thing. Listen, Listen, just based on how you carry yourself. Well, let's first just of say all, this rusted... is just a place to drink. You couldn't sleep here if you wanted to, unless you were really wasted and they just felt bad for you and let you just sleep on the floor. Anyway, now, yes, yes. There's an inn just down the road. It's not a. Very big town. Just one in? Yeah. Okay. I mean, they have better or worse rooms, but they have it. Oh, that's right. Would you like to play a game? Maybe I can help you a bit further if you do. Well, it sounds a bit ominous, but sure. Well, it's a very simple game. <laughs> it's like a game of dice. You're not going to... Oh, what? Because that's what it is. You're not going to, like, take a ring and put it through my, like, jaw and leave me in a room and try to figure out how to get out, are you? Oh, no, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely oh, not. I saw that in a play once and it was awful. No, it's okay. There's yeah, it's four of us, yeah. <laughs> so I'll tell you what. We all roll these two dice. The closest one to twelve wins. Seems fair. That was not my role. <laughs> so, and then, if any of you three win, I'll, I'll give you help with the lodging issue. Deal? Sure. I don't say no to Oh, wait, that's right. Oh, I need something out of this. I need some physical labor done, if you don't mind, if you lose. Pray tell, what is the labor? Oh, just lifting some rocks and putting them to another place. I think we can handle that quite well, sir. Right on. Right, right. so. Not exactly the strong one. Well, so two dice, six sides. Closest one to twelve wins. Right. Yeah? Works. Sounds agreeable. <laughs> Five. It has to be those dice, by the way. Go ahead. Nine. 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 Who's next? Seven. Six. Nine wins. 
was a good game. I own the damn inn. Thanks for playing. Uh, you can have a mid-level room for free. Uh, he then... What about a nicer room? Reaches out, reaches into his fancy cloak, and uh, pulls out a piece of paper and a quill and ink pot, because people carry those. And uh, <laughs> he then actually scribbles very drunkenly uh, some words and goes, What the hell are you on me? And he rolls it up and then licks the fucking paper with and then kind of like with his with his thumbs smashes it to kind of put a seal and then he holds out that rolled up piece of paper no how about a slightly more comfortable room sir uh, well, you'll get what I've already decided upon. Well, I could, I you're could getting put on a free lodging, and that's because um, you played the game. I could put on a performance for your patrons in payment. I have no patrons. I run a hotel, not a, this right. place. I don't run a this place. You don't serve... What? You go to the place that I own to sleep for the night. I don't no. provide entertainment. Well, all right, I guess. And now, because you were kind enough to play and you won, you have a room. A room. Four beds. You should be happy about that. All right, you haven't heard this one snore, mate. Like, I had not to open at the bar. As you guys now notice, when, when he makes that comment, you guys look back at the bar, and June is head fucking forehead to fucking bar top. Take With half a fucking jug just done. See what I mean? <laughs> well, I don't care. There's your, your letter of pass. And what is go. the name of your inn, if you don't mind me asking? Hmm? The name of your establishment. Oh. <laughs> you don't know. There's. This, we're we're doing that. Huh? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, you don't see many teethings in there. That's also true, but We're I really not don't pay attention to the low but... folk. Oh. Oh. It's the fake dragon in. The fake dragon in? Yeah, it's fake dragon. It's called fake dragon. Yes, it's called the fake dragon in. Okay. Because it's not a dragon. It's a fake dragon. Yeah. It's an in. <laughs> Alright, it was a pleasure to meet you, sir. I'm Vasquez, by the way. Well played, brother. Maybe we'll play again for other things. Maybe. I, I have other services to provide sometimes. What is your name, good sir? That we may speak again? You can just call me Jew. Can I know anyone about this guy? With my criminal background? Roll me. And tell spell Jew. <laughs> <laughs> J-E-U. <laughs> that is that wrong? Yeah. Lots of criminal contacts on this. Mm -hmm. What did you get? Two. Two. Not a... No, no, that's more than enough, actually. Uh, you are familiar. What? But not... It's like... I know the name. You know that there's an orc that runs... Criminal things in this town. 
And you're able to make the assumption that it's probably him? Well, in Thieves' Camp, can I say nice meeting you? In Thieves' Camp. I mean, I said and you said you, you said that with your hands. Like yeah. you made slight motions. Yeah. Um she nods and then winks a little mm-hmm. with a cocked head, not just straight looking at you, but he cocks his head when he winks with his right. Uh so you generally assume that he understood. Mm-hmm. Uh but he still kind of shoes three of you away, like I gave you what you wanted, please. Yeah. Leave me alone. I'm trying to have a night with these ladies and at this cheap-ass bar because he probably has some money. He owns the only inn in town. Probably not if he's in a cheap-ass bar called the Rusted Pony. It's probably the only bar in town. <laughs> Let's get the fuck out of here, guys. Let's go. Hey, so- Sleeping Beauty, let's go. Does her head rise? <laughs> She whips the fucking mug across in front of her, like across to the bar, and then sits up. Boy! Ah. We're going to the inn now, mate. Unless you want to sit in the bar. She just storms past you guys, almost kicks the fucking doors open. And is then the you see her standing there? literally just, yeah, he's pa- almost like paralyzed in fear by the people, all of you at this point. And I put another gold on the bar and just smile. <laughs> so as you guys follow... Uh, I think I'll just follow behind just shaking my head. Right. <laughs> you guys follow June out and she's like, yeah, 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 do your thing. I think uh, you know why she's escorting noobs, guys. And like she climbs up on top of her pep transport thing. And, uh... How far away is she? She just lays down. Well, she parked her vehicle just outside. How far away is this in? Uh, let's say... Can I just ask in our terms, about a block and a half, let's say a thousand feet. We'll walk. (laughs) Yeah, you see June just climb up onto her crocodile and lay down and... Are there reins or anything to pull it by? Yes. Can I just kind of tug on the reins? It doesn't. In fact, it kind of growls at you. Uh, anybody good with the an- animals? Or is it just staying away from the mouth? It's about all I can say. Stay away from the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the end with the sharpie sharps? Like, with the pointy points? Uh, <laughs> wait, I might be able to do something. Do we know how she commanded it to go? We heard her do it, right? You definitely, it definitely seems like there is a connection between the two of them. But we heard the word she used and whatever. She didn't use any words. Uh, there was a point where, when you guys first left, she uh, gave a slap on its scales as where she was sitting, and it started to move. Uh, other than that, it's all been fairly personal. And with your perceptions, naturally, you generally assume that there is that this isn't just like a master relationship it's uh you know friends almost well i'm not smacking it i don't recommend it i think if you want to sleep out here let it i don't think many things are going to go after someone on top of a yep. giant fucking crocodile. giant crocodile is very satisfied laying where it's laying and it is also very satisfied with june sleeping on top of it i'm gonna cast minor illusion 
to make June's voice tell it to go. I'm gonna roll. Uh, it wakes up hearing her voice. It stands, which means it's even taller than it was while it was laying in the on the ground in the dirt and almost just to the side of the road there. And it's aware and it's trying it's confused. It's very confused. Can it see me down below it? Yes. It sees the three of you currently. But it's looking for her. Can one of you guys distract it a second? Please? Sure. I'm casting Disguise Self to make me look like her. To what purpose? To walk it to him. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, it recognizes you as her physically. What do you do? I just kind of give it a smack on the thigh and start walking. <laughs> just like she did it. Give me a charisma check. Oh god, that was the part that did it. Fourteen. Nice. Uh, it's kind of groggy looking. If a crocodile, giant crocodile, could look groggy, uh, but it just follows you. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you guys make it about a thousand feet down. And there is the inn, and you have your special orders, and uh, you guys most assumably walk in, and the giant crocodile kind of curls up I'll drop the around the outside of the building. Inside. Just one. I'll drop the sky self when we get inside. Right. That's fair. Uh, is she still and June, sleeping? Yeah, there? June is sleeping on top of the crocodile. At least it'll be quiet in the Son of a bitch. I'm going to use thaumaturgy and say, wake up really loud. <laughs> You're just having fun over there at this point. So, oh, <laughs> wow. I'm trying to take care of our guide. So now, when you do that, there's loud noise. It's very loud. Well, I can make my voice boom. Right. So. Yeah, that's terrible. Uh, and the crocodile kind of <laughs> snaps out of it. And just gives you that side eyeball. Sorry, like, what buddy. the fuck? <laughs> and then suddenly he hears <laughs> coming from on top of his own back. And that's when he smiles. <laughs> Have you ever seen a giant six legged crocodile smile? I'm at this point. <laughs> um, Good choice. <laughs> <laughs> Not the smartest creature, but smart enough to know it's been tricked. <laughs> It bears its teeth at you and makes that weird crocodile noise, which is kind of like Chewbacca, and I'm not going to try to mimic it right now. <laughs> I just kind of bow to it. I don't even care. It doesn't make any moves. It starts to settle back in on its belly and lay down, but it's like literally following you with this that one eye. This minute, so my voice is just really loud. Uh, I go up to her and I'm like, June, would you like a bet now? Did we carry her in? Did you notice any advancement towards them is met by hostility 
with the crocodile. Oh, I'm out of spells. <laughs> you guys can generally assume that this is not exactly out of the normal, and that this animal is not going to let anything happen I to her. My hair. <laughs> Plus, this thing's tail is probably bad badass enough to take down the entire in. <laughs> Mono, should we leave her? Yeah, she'll be fine. All right. I'm just gonna say I'm inside getting the rooms and are <laughs> the rooms. You have shown the paperwork. You're yeah. like, dude, I am tired of this and these people. Oh, I'm like, Ooh. I don't want anything to do with that crocodile. Yeah, I do. Want, I don't want to be Ball eaten today. Malvey, where'd you go? I'm getting our rooms. <laughs> uh, you guys do have fairly nice, a fairly nice fucking like communal room. The the beds, the four beds are separated. You only need they three at this point. Here? I was about to ask, do, they, do we get uh, food with the room? Is there anybody working around well, the desk? No. You sleep here. You sleep here. Let's see. No Is there somebody at the desk? desk? Yeah, there's a, there's a fairly short work behind the main desk. Sir, do you have food her, food here? No. No? Do you no, have, no. like, a uh, a cleaner boy? Like a guy who just cleans stuff? We have people that clean the rooms after they've been used, yeah. Can you send someone to get us some food? I'll pay extra. It's been a long day. There's a giant crocodile outside. I don't want to make angry. What are you telling me that for? He has this puzzled-ass <laughs> crazy look like, what? I don't know. Listen, I'm... I have been given the letter from the owner. Right, we just... Some meat, man, and some ale. That's all. Have you not just come from the tavern? How would you know that? Oh, I mean, there's two places in this town yeah. <laughs> to go. Yeah, that's pretty much true. I'm assuming your owner probably frequents that place. My friends, my friends. Just, you know, here's the key to the room. Uh, it is very nice. There's a communal space in the center of the room. A nice little table. And uh, the beds are uh, on... In opposite corners, I'm sure you'll be very comfortable. And uh, in the morning, uh, we might be able to find a uh, a surf to send out for food, if you wish. But uh, for right now, it's late and we have nothing. I'm gonna give them the key and I'm gonna go look for some food. You're a good man. I, 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 I give him a gold. Thank you. So he sends y'all to the, to your room and. You probably go up and uh, set yourself in, and but then go mm-hmm. to look for some food, and that's where we're kind of ending this right now, and then we're gonna go to work. Uh, so episode one officially done.